You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. We're talking about our favorite late-round gems next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Dan Schneier. And we've got a big draft weekend coming up. I mean, obviously not the biggest draft weekend, but a bunch of you are going to be drafting this weekend. You probably want to know who to target in the later rounds of your drafts. I'm going to start us off with two wide receivers. And look, it's it's easy to find upside wide receivers late in your drafts. There's a lot of rookies going late. Marvin Mims and Rashi Rice and, and Jaden Reed is starting to get some hype. I'm going to give you two, one rookie and one guy who hasn't been a rookie in about 12 years. So first up, Tank Dell from the Houston Texans. If you saw last season, last week's preseason game, he was the star, five catches and a touchdown in that one. In Wednesday's practice session against the Dolphins, he had three touchdowns from C.J. Stroud. He's clearly moving into a starting role for the Houston Texans. And I, I think there, there's value in Nico Collins as a late-round pick. They think there's value in John Mechie. This is a wide-open receiving core. But right now, all of the buzz in camp and so far in preseason has been about Tank Dell. If he has another good preseason game this weekend, this is a guy who might be inside the top 100 picks eventually. So I like taking him late, late and I think I got him around 120 in a mock draft we did on Thursday. And another guy who I didn't get in our mock draft, but I wanted to, I'm starting to talk myself into... A, a dead cat bounce season for Adam Thielen, who I do think is probably mostly washed up, but it sounds like he's going to start in two wide receiver sets for the Panthers. But one thing that I thought was interesting in the first preseason game was when Bryce Young was out there and they had three wide receivers on the field, Adam Thielen was playing out of the slot. I think that could create some easy, uh, high, high volume targets for Adam Thielen in an offense that's going to need to create those because offensive line looks like an issue. They're going to want to protect Bryce Young, get the ball out. I could see Adam Thielen being a useful starting low-end PPR option who you can get for basically free in most drafts right now. It's not the most exciting pick, but hey, you pair him with a, a tank Dell, and you got a little upside there too. Dan, why don't you tell me some, some late-round gems you like? I'll start with somebody you can get in the final few rounds and then get uh, work into players you can get in the final round or two. Starting with Ty Chandler, running back. Absolutely. I thought his preseason usage was incredibly enlightening. Chandler's a player who I wrote about last year in the draft cycle as my favorite sleeper in the actual draft. And the year before that, Khalil Herbert was that player. I have a decent track record with these guys. His tape was phenomenal at Tennessee. Mm -hmm. He was an older prospect, so he fell in the draft. I like him a lot. He can catch passes. He can run between the tackles, and he has explosion to his game. Ty Chandler, just with Alexander Madison in front of him right now, with Zeke already off the market and um, obviously – Dalvin Cook as well. So I like that. I, that's the one thing that I'm going to watch this week is if Ty Chandler can have another good performance, that probably just takes the Vikings out of adding a veteran running back. And if that if that's what he does, then I really like him as a late round pick for sure. Yep. Uh, getting into some later round guys, Alec Pierce 
for Indianapolis. Sure. Something I keep seeing when I'm watching highlights or just tracking training camp is Anthony Richardson seems to be targeting Pierce a lot more than Michael Pittman, especially vertically down the field. I don't know if that's actually going to carry over into the regular season, but it's something to keep an eye on. Alec Pierce was another interesting prospect from the last draft class, really good size, speed profile. Then moving on, I know everyone says don't take these guys in year one. Luke Musgrave, one of my favorite players mm -hmm. as a tight end. But everyone relies on data that was in the past, and it has to do with a lot worse tight end prospects. Guys like Cole Komet, who were the first guy drafted in his class, for example. And bad classes. This is a historically good, potentially tight end class. At least it was on tape. And Musgrave's tape was the one I liked the most because he's so unbelievably fluid and fast for someone mm -hmm. his size. I love his upside long term, but I like it already. He's already playing all snaps with the starters, yep. getting targeted a lot. It's one I almost didn't want to give away. I like it so much. <laughs> yeah, he, he's the clear top tight end uh, there. It's very similar to Sam Laporta, except Luke Musgrave, probably a better athlete than Sam Laporta. Definitely a better athlete than Sam Laporta, both on tape and just watch and metrics testing on tape. And you just watch with your own eye. You'll see it quickly. Um, a couple more just to keep an eye on. Deuce Vaughn, Cowboys. Yep. Okay. Look, here's the deal with Deuce Vaughn. He's five foot four and a half, maybe five foot five. Unbelievably productive at the collegiate level. And then runs a four five in the four fives. And it's like, all right, well, we can't draft him. Guess what? At five foot four, it's hard to run a four four. Like you're you don't have the same stride length. And so I don't really put much into that. But one thing he has that actually helps him is his height actually helps him at the running back position. It's one of the few positions in the NFL where it actually helps to be smaller. You can get lost behind the blockers. You can kind of weave in and out, and it's very difficult to tackle. We've seen it with other players. I don't really see a path to too many more players. Like, you can talk about McDavis. Like, Ronald Jones eventually comes back from the suspension. Mm -hmm. I think Vaughn's better than all of them. So I like Vaughn a lot. And then one final guy I'm going to throw out there. Uh, you can see behind me with the Giants member. But Darius Slayton. Wait, you're a Giants fan? Yeah, but look, Chris, I mean, that. goes undrafted despite the fact that he's the clear first receiving option. The best rapport by far with the quarterback of anyone on the roster would have had a thousand yard season if the Giants didn't inexplicably like bench him for the first few games of the season last year. And he goes for free. It just doesn't make sense to me personally. I think he's an easy, easy guy to, to click at the end of my drafts. All right. And I'll throw out one more running back before we go. Kendra Miller, he suffered a, a knee injury in the preseason week one. Sounds like that's not going to be an issue, but it might be one of those cases where he starts to slip in drafts. ADP is in like the 150 range, so you can get him with one of your last round picks. And look, if he's going to play in the last week of the preseason and be ready to go for week one, which it sounds like he will be, there's every opportunity there for him to have a role, at least for those first three games, and maybe lock in you know, a role for the rest of the season. So that's someone... You might have taken off your board with the knee injury. Put him back on. Make sure you don't forget about Kendra Miller, Saints rookie running back. And that's going to do it for FFT and 5. We'll be back next week to recap all of week two's preseason action. You need to know. We'll see you then. The time has come for drag queens to save the world. Drag queens save RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars is back on Paramount Plus, and for the first time ever, I want you to use your talent for good for a change. <laughs> Eight iconic queens are competing for the charity of their choice. This is how you do drag. Who will slay it forward, win cash for their favorite cause, and a coveted spot in the Drag Race Hall of Fame. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. New season streaming May 17th exclusively on Paramount Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.